I'm Ros Chandler from Fieldgate Flowers. You are listening to the Cut Flower Podcast. This is for you if you want to learn more about growing your own cut flowers. We'll cover loads of subjects, things like citing a patch, your soil, manure and compost, seeds and germination, perennials and biennials, foliage and so much more. We'll have some exciting guests along the way. Thank you very much for listening. And today I thought I'd bring you a podcast on our top 10 roses to grow in your cutting garden. Um, it just reminds me of Top of the Pops, really. Now I'm really showing my age. We used to go from num- no, no, the top 10 and get down to number one. Um, so I'm not going to tell you which one's our favourite but I yet, but I am going to go through um, the top 10 for your cutting patch. So I'll start with the Gertrude Jekyll. This is a David Austin rose, and I will. Uh, no, I won't apologise. But most of the roses we grow here at Fieldgate Flowers are David Austin. I think it's all about growing what you love yourself. And for me, David Austin roses have a heritage in that they're very layered, and for me, they're very beautiful. So I am guilty. Um, most of our roses are David Austin. So the first one, like I say, is Gertrude and Jekyll. It's a truly, truly, truly dark pink flower. The advantage is it repeats flowers, and once you cut the flowers and bring them indoors and put them in a vase, it lasts for days. I'd say it's got one of the strongest scents of the David Austin roses. There is a downside, and it does put me off. Um, It's very prickly, so you've got lots of thorns to cope with when you're cutting it. But I'd say that was the only downside. The second one I'd say was Just Joey. It's a hybrid tea rose from David Austin. It's a loose blousy flower is the best way of describing it. It's a soft apricot colour and it's great for picking. So I'd recommend Just Joey. Next one on my list is actually not a David Austin rose. It's bred by Harkness and it's called White Gold and it's a Floribunda rose. Um, It's extraordinary colours. It's ivory, it's white, it's gold. It flowers for ages and has a really strong scent. And again, it's great in a vase. So for me, gets my vote as a cutting flower. The next one, number four, is Summer Song by David Austin. This is a sort of deep orange, almost red rose. It's an English shrub rose. And again, it repeats flowers. It likes full sun, this one. So um, Summer Song, that one. Number five is Graham Thomas. Now again, a David Austin rose. Um, This is a a light yellow flower, and it's a good picking rose. The the advantage of Graham Thomas is it flowers really early and then goes on really late into the season, and it smells divine. Number six is Princess Alexandra. And, um, yeah, I'm also guilty of having met Princess Alexandra when she opened um, one of the museums up at Ironbridge. Um, So lovely lady. She's the cousin of Queen Elizabeth, of course. Now, this one is a deep pink bush rose, ideal for cutting. It's tall stemmed, so it's great in bouquets and in vases. It lasts well, has a fantastic scent, and so I recommend that you have a look at Princess Alexandra. Now, the next one on my list is also royalty. It's got a royal theme, this. Oh, actually, the next two on my list are royalty. So this one is William and Catherine, um, another David Austin rose. For me... This is one of the nicest. It's the best for flowering. It's obviously named to celebrate the royal wedding, of course. 
What we found is it doesn't like too hot because we grew this inside the polytunnel and then it shatters quite easily. So it likes to be outside um, in part shady. So we've moved all our William and Catherine roses outside for next season. The next one on my list is the Queen of Sweden. Um, now, this is an English shrub rose, again, from David Austin. And probably, no, I won't give my number one away just yet, but maybe I have. This was named in 2004 um, to commemorate the friendship of Sweden and the UK. It's a light pink rose, and we grow it predominantly for weddings. Um, it has a fantastic scent, long stem, and great as a cut flower. In ninth position, or in number nine, is Dame Judy Dench. Now, this is an apricot, almost orange rose, really. It's resistant in the rain, so its petals don't fall. It's got a light medium tea scent, and it was named after Judy Dench in 2017, so it's quite new to the list. And my last one, and number 10, is Port Sunlight. Now, this is a David Austin shrub rose. It's a rich apricot colour. Actually, I read up about this. It's named after a model village in the Wirral, which, you know, has a fabulous rose garden. So if any of you have been there, I'd be really interested. Um, I don't know anything about Port Sunlight, but that would be really great. So out of those, I think I gave away my favourite. My favourite is the Queen of Sweden. Um, and um, I'll probably post some photographs of our Queen of Sweden so you can see what I mean. But I hope you've enjoyed this short podcast. I just wanted to let you know um, about our top 10 roses, and, um, and I don't apologise for most of them being David Austin. And I hope you found it really useful, and you'll carry on listening to our podcast so we can talk about pruning and pests and more about flowers. Many thanks. Signing off. Thank you for listening. This has been the Cut Flower Podcast. Please do join us on our Facebook group, the Cut Flower Collective, for lots more hints and tips. Thank you.